Hey, welcome back to Reality Check Check. Um, we're just doing something a little bit different on our Reality Check Chat tonight because we just felt we had to get a podcast out there about our feelings of our runaway Supreme Court who feels like they can legislate our country. I don't know what. And I like what Liz said. She wanted to wait a few days until we all got out our primal screams. And so I'm, I'm suggesting that before we continue... Well, let's introduce ourselves first. I'm Barbara Scott. And I'm Judy Herschel. And I'm Liz Kearney. Okay. And ladies, let's, what do we think about Roe? Let's give one of our primal screams. Ready? One, two, three. Ah! And it's usually accompanied by then a cry and then another scream and then a little more cry. F-bombs, as Liz said. Don't forget, don't forget the F-bombs. Plenty of those. Well distributed Uh, for for all those who deserve them. (laughs) <laughs> yes. I just, just thinking it, we represent different kind of generations here and, and not even the young, youngest generation who will be most affected, but we feel the same as women. We feel the same. I mean, I'm not going to have an abortion. I can't get pregnant, but I feel the same as Nancy Pelosi felt the same. She says, I'm Roman Catholic. I mean, you know, we don't do, do abortions, but Thursday we had rights as women. And Friday, we didn't. And as Liz says, are we going to be able to vote in November? I love that. Because, you know, you start to think, what the heck? Because they based their precedent. They based their constitutional originalism on documents no later than 1868. And the scary thing is, is we may be able to vote, but we may not be able to get our birth control. And our friends may not be able to marry the people that they love. And to me, that's that's. Mm almost as scary as voting that that is something i never thought we would be at well I, you know i made that i made that stupid joke but i mean really i mean the thought of roe going away was unthinkable i mean we're like oh that, that'll never happen this is this is this is established law but here we are thinking this is slippery slope what's next contraception same-sex marriage same-sex relationships and i was joking about the about the voting but who knows i mean it's frightening frightening times and plus, they've already allowed prayer in the football field or whatever. I don't know what, what that reasoning was. And, you know, overturned the New York state law, a hundred year old law that you could only have your guns at home unless you had a special permit. And some guy didn't like that. He wanted to be able to carry it wherever he so he could protect himself, self-defense. And he mm-hmm. won in this friggin' Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we had planned to do the podcast this week, week, I had mentioned, oh, I didn't know if I had time. You know, usually we do a little prep beforehand, but we, we decided, the three of us, that, you know, let's just get on and talk. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, when this happens, and I'm, and I'm going to try to say it calmly, I don't think I've ever been so mad in my life. And I'm not being dramatic. How many days is it? It's, it's five. It, and my anger is still a 10. I can't speak about it. I can't watch it for more than two minutes on the news. Mm-hmm. I am, I am so, and not, not saying I'm more upset than you guys, you know, it's not a comparison, I think, but just how it's affecting. I, I don't think I've ever been so mad. And when I was somewhat this mad, this was when Trump won, I, I ended up running for Congress, <laughs> but, but to me, <laughs> but to me, and, and I, listen, I am raised Roman Catholic, go to church weekly. I have for probably seven years, very seldom miss. I go regularly. I pray. I pray throughout the day. And I say that because my my biggest fear 
honestly, is the religious right taking over our government. And for those of us that that know what's going on, that follow what's going on, have been following what's going on, that is there. It's there. And if we don't win, I'm going to say 100%, 99.9%, that's the direction it's going to happen. So I'm mad. I'm mad that we're in this place. This, this isn't fair. Sometimes I say, what are we going to do? But I, I haven't gotten to that point where I haven't gotten past the anger yet. Do I have hope? I feel hopeless. I do. But, but there's, this, uh, there's a part of me that I know will come out that will fight harder than I've ever fought. But the, this, no woman should have to feel like this. I, I, I feel almost, I don't know, not just marginalized, but I feel like a second class citizen and it's not a good feeling. You've, you know? hit on, you've hit on something, Judy, because that second class citizen and being marginalized and it's definitely a misogynistic approach that the Supreme Court has in the first place. And also I read that talking about the the Christian emphasis, now everybody knows or not everybody, if you don't, I don't pray um, and I'm still as angry and I'm still very concerned about people who think and on the Supreme Court that this is a Christian country. I read on Twitter, somebody tweeted, maybe you remember who, or maybe it was a ton of people, Liz, about if somebody had gone on the middle of the, at the 50 yard line at the end of the games and prayed to Allah. <laughs> would that, Imagine the uproar. Just imagine. Be okay. You know, <laughs> and uh, Lauren uh, Brobart, that Colorado right winger who unfortunately run her, won her primary yesterday. She said that government religion needs to Christianity. No, wait, what'd she say? Christianity. Our government was based on Christianity. Christianity needs to be in charge of the government, not the government in charge of Christianity or something like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, really? Really? Barb, can I just add one thing? You know, as a Christian, okay, I take offense to that as a Christian, because the Christians that I know, the Christians that I associate with, don't judge others. That's not my concern. That's not my business. Most understand the importance of us separating that from the powers that be, because the powers that be use religion as a, as a pawn. Christians is a very, you know, the spectrum, of course. The, the Christianity they're talking about are women staying home pregnant and not working. The, 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 the Christianity they're talking about, judgmental of different, different races and, and any differences in opinion. You know, is that Christianity? I mean, that's always up for debate. But the fact that they throw that out there, it pisses Christians off, at least the Christians that I know. Okay, but as well it should. It should anger people because we want a country where we accept all the different kinds of groups of people and their beliefs or non-beliefs. And even though it is difficult in this country to get elected to office if you're an atheist or to really uh, hold any kind of government job, I think it's, it's hard, maybe teachers, but a lot of atheists, as we've talked about in the past, keep it to themselves because there is such a stigma about not being, you know, it's more of a stigma than being Jewish or being Muslim or being Native American beliefs or, or whatever. There's more of a stigma against people who are agnostic or atheist or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. how, how are you guys doing with it? 
I was thinking before when you when you were talking about your anger, how many editorials I've read. I mean, I even read Maureen Dowd, who I never read, because and, and she, hers was very interesting. And so many women, Linda Greenhouse, who always has a you know, she's a journalist. She doesn't take sides or anything, but but she's with this Supreme Court. She's been slowly changing her opinion pieces to to reflect the what she thinks of the Supreme Court. And this last piece that she gave about overturning Roe was the the same as all of them that I've read. Of course, I'm not going to go running to read somebody who thinks it's wonderful that we've taken away this right from women. But they're very angry. These public people are very angry. A lot of people are still in shock. I've heard that a lot, in shock, because this is going to set women back in the United States so far. I mean, I just feel so badly for the United States and for women, young women, because they're not going to be able to do what they want to do easily or even, you know, in any way. And those we were going to talk about those so-called pregnancy centers, which are don't talk about abortions. There was an article in the New York Times about a woman who went to one thinking she could talk about getting an abortion, a young woman. She was 18, I think. And they did the sonogram and showed showed her that it's moving, it's alive, it's heart, you know, and changed her mind because they had no intention of, they don't do abortions, and they have no intention mm-hmm. of, they just, you know, hooked, reeling them in reeling these young women in to pretend that they have alternatives at the pregnancy center in quotes, Mm. and they don't have any alternatives in the pregnancy center in quotes, Mm -mm. pregnancy centers are anti-abortion. Right. Barb, I was near one. I was on Friday when the word came out, we were near one of those so-called pregnancy centers in Elmira, New York. We were parking near it. And I stood by and I like, I said, I know you've got cameras. I gave them like a double one of these, you know, (laughs) to demonstrate my middle finger well well extended and i said you know you guys are not helping here yeah i feel that decision chilling chilling i mean it doesn't seem possible that this actually happened yeah, yeah. and what chilled me that what scared me the most was when um the prime minister of canada justin trudeau said he offered to welcome american women who needed an abortion to come to canada and that's straight out of the handmaid's tale right the book oh, and it? the tv series oh People, but when we're trying to, you know, cross the border into Canada, would they be safe? And that just chilled me to the bone because I really, that, that book frightened me as a young woman back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And, and I watched the TV program and there was, the, the, the program was horrific, but I felt I owed it to Margaret Atwood to be to bear witness. So I watched the, the first season of the, the Handmaid's Tale TV program and it was horrifying. And it reminded me of in the book as the Gilead slowly took over, as the government became more and more right wing crazy Christian. Women were going about their business. And when they found out that their debit cards didn't work anymore because all their money had been transferred to their husbands. Mm-hmm. And so the debit, so I've been joking. Well, gee, I wonder if my debit card is going to work today. But on the other hand, though, I'm kind of psyched. I think this is really going to motivate people. In November, we're going to get it off our butts and fix this. We can fix this if we all vote. I hope it I'm does so motivate glad. people. That'd be great. Yeah. 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 And I'm so glad you're saying that because my next question for you guys, because I need it, I think women need it. I, I think for us to get through this, the fear motivates us, but we do need hope. And you know what, what hope do we have? Well, when women are pissed, we get a lot accomplished. We do, you know, uh-huh. we do. Mm-hmm. And women are mad. Yeah. The only hope that we have 
I think is, is at the ballot box. And that has to be in great, great numbers all across the country. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't see that happening in this country. It's, it's disappointed me too much over the past six years. Mm-hmm. People say all they want to think about is inflation. Oh, please. You know, mm-hmm. Ukraine, <laughs> if you don't. Climate. Climate. And they haven't come. I don't think the Supreme Court's come with their ruling because their next ruling, they probably weren't sure how devastatingly this i don't know why they haven't said yet but they're they're about to overturn regulations you know the epa regulation that is going to be just such a hit at climate change Uh, we won't be able to regulate anything for climate change and or clean water or anything and that's just unbelievable to me that you would want to go back to that you know my sister said cowards last Friday, cowards. And I said, Kathy, why are you calling them cowards, the Supreme Court? And she said, because they released the information on a Friday. Um, Mm -hmm. Congress is going out uh, on vacation for two weeks. It's the week, it's the holiday, you know, before the holiday weekend and stuff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, well-timed, except not, you know, they've been rolling out all these decisions that Americans are not on board with. The majority of Americans don't want you to be able to carry a gun any place, anywhere, anytime. Mm-hmm. The majority of Americans do not want that. And then, so we want states' rights for abortion, but not states' rights for gun. You know, they took away the mm-hmm. new gun law. That that makes no sense. The majority of Americans also believe in a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm. The majority of Americans also believe the, these regulations need to stay intact. How mm-hmm. in God's name... Our government got the power that, well, we know because people haven't been voting. Well, people have been going out. No, the Supreme Court has been working for a long time. I mean, if you read about Clarence Thomas, I mean, and of course, Biden has some responsibility for this, too. Everybody in Congress thought Anita Hill, I've been reading, they thought that they had she was just scorned by Clarence Thomas. And so she was getting back at him because Biden can't, Biden stopped, I had forgotten this, Biden stopped the hearings, the Judicial Committee hearings before her witnesses, uh, corroborating witnesses for Anita Hill could um, speak because they all thought that she was just a woman scorned. I didn't know that, by the way. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either until I read it today. So Clarence Thomas has always been uh, it's always been clear that he was anti-abortion and Alito probably too. I don't know, but Alito said, I read an article. It sounds like Alito sounds like he's been lying in wait all these years right. to do this. Right. And they've gradually gotten, they've gotten their Federalist Society cronies to produce these lists of, you know, quote unquote, suitable judges mm-hmm. and Mitch McConnell blocking Obama's pick. And I saw somebody, I'm, I'm appalled at this personally, somebody blamed Ruth Bader Ginsburg for not retiring when Obama could have appointed her as her successor. Yeah, a lot of people have done that. That's um, not fair. No, it not. is not fair. It is not fair. <laughs> and it's not fair that Amy Coney Barrett was put into the Supreme Court three days before the election, in-person election, after many people had voted, after many people had voted. And, and Mitch McConnell right. said Merrick Garland was in an election year, so he couldn't choose who it was, mm-hmm. let the people choose. Yeah, yeah, so sad. And not only that, but even though Trump won the election, he didn't win the popular vote. So did the people choose him? Not really, <laughs> you yeah. know? So, yeah. 
you know, all of this stuff is just, Judy, you talk about hopeless. I mean, I, and some, sometimes I, I kind of teeter between being hopeless and not hopeless. Me too, Barb. And so um, I, was, I was even researching what needs to be done to impeach a, a Supreme Court judge. It doesn't, it, that, I don't have hope, much hope in that. You would think that there would be some type of I thought Congress could impeach them. It could, but you need like 65% of them, um, oh, oh. which mm. right now we, we will not have. No, so even, I, even if I, we keep our majority, we're not going to have that. Yeah, we'd have to, it would have, it would take a, a very large miracle, okay. but they, okay. they all lied under oath when they were candidates for Supreme Court judge. Can um, we get them for that? Can we, I, I don't, I'm I, researching it, we, but it doesn't look good. <laughs> they they lied through their teeth. They sat there and lied to a Senate Judiciary Committee, that ought to have some consequences, damn you it. Would you would think. You would think. You would. But also, Congress has the power to, this is my only hopeful thought, if the Democrats get enough senators, like Fetterman and there's some other guy that maybe they keep who they have and get a couple more so that they can have 50, you know, they can have more than 50, mm-hmm. even with Manchin, who's <laughs> upset about this anyway. He's upset about because he he voted for them based on thinking that, you know, even though he's anti, he's pro-life, he's not pro um, Supreme Court overturning Roe. Anyway, mm-hmm. overcoming Manchin and Cinema so that we can get rid of the filibuster, then we could, I think Congress could, and we keep the House, we'd have to keep the House, pass a law to raise the number of Supreme Court justices so Biden could appoint you know, three more. Somebody said 12. <laughs> wow. So Biden could appoint three more. Oh my God. McConnell would have, oh, can you imagine? I don't know if he'd live through that. Seriously. I but, think that's an option at this point. I mean, We're not going to recognize appointed three. <laughs> For real. He, I think he blackmailed Kennedy into you retire and the Justice Department won't go after your son. You know, that's something nobody ever talks about, but yeah. Please. And they never said who paid off Kavanaugh's um, debt and his mortgage. Kavanaugh got, got, was part of that deal, too, somehow. And they've never addressed any of that. What do you mean they paid off his debt? I didn't know that. Well, um, I keep seeing someone post on Twitter like every day. Kavanaugh had been in serious debt, like credit card debt. And they noted that those that debt somehow went away. And no one's ever explained that. Hmm. Along with whose son, um, whose son worked at Deutsche Bank. Was that Kennedy? Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, his son worked at yeah. Deutsche Bank. Yeah, right. so I think yeah. that was you retire and, you know, that is all going to go away. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And my hopeless moments have been sort of, a, I'm like, if this is a government that the voters think they want, I'm like, screw it, fine. Take your stupid religious government. I'm old. I'll, I'll survive this somehow. I'm like, just fine. <laughs> but then that's only for a few moments here and there. Yeah, I've been hope on people. <laughs> yeah. People will rally. Like, people will rally. People are pissed off. And I've also read that the Republicans are very worried about this because they understand the implications for them. And if we get riled up and really vote, they are toast. So we just need to stay mad and make sure we vote. So I have two pieces of hope. I've gone on Facebook to read what people are saying. And I'm seeing a very decent number of Republican women that normally don't post anything controversial writing things on there. So there's hope in that. Huh? Are these people you know, or are you just mean people that I know personally? Yeah. Okay. On my, on my Facebook friends, 
family, people that I've worked with mm-hmm. in, in a very decent, decent number. I don't know what that means, but if anything, that's the reassurance of how it, it's not a political thing. It, it's a, it, it's a women's right rights issue. It's a healthcare issue. It's a privacy issue. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an American issue. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's a constitutional issue is what it is. Yeah, so that it's can- ironic that Latin America, South America, that Colombia abortion is legal and electing a leftist president and other things around the world that are going in the opposite, except for Hungary. He's, he's a nightmare, but uh, other things, places around the world are, are going in the direction that I wish the United States was going in. Instead of backwards. And my other hope is I think that that Fetterman has a very good shot. I do. I don't think it's an ace in the hole. It's going to be a lot of work, but I but I do think we have a good shot. And and Wisconsin apparently is a really close race that's looking looking good right now. Also, that's the other yeah. seat that I read about. Yeah, Wisconsin. Yep. Well, so, that's so, Ron Johnson. Have you been watching the hearings? No. Oh, the, the hearings, the the, the um, January sixth hearing. Yes. Yep. So Ron, I can, if not, I watch a recap or I read about it. Yeah. Okay. So I've been watching them religiously. I think uh, Liz has when she's not working, but so Ron Johnson's office sent a slate of fake electors to Pence. Although he claims he didn't, he blamed somebody else, some Pennsylvania person. Uh, And that Pennsylvania person, I can't remember who it was. I don't think it was Scott Perry. It was somebody else says, no, I did it. I didn't do that. But anyway, so Cassidy Hutchinson, the aide to Mark Meadows that testified Tuesday, she said that, uh, I believe she's the one that said that, Liz, am I right? That Ron Johnson's office sent a slate of Wisconsin electors for Trump to Pence's uh, on the 5th, I believe, or, or, or close to the 6th. And mm-hmm. Pence's aide said, or uh, what do you call this? Deputy, whatever. Chief of staff. The, the chief and of Pence's staff, chief yeah. of staff, I believe, or deputy chief said, don't take it back. We don't want it. Forget it. But that's Ron Johnson, a senator. Jackass. And what about Mastriano? Our, our candidate for governor was at the Capitol that day. So right. what's going to happen to him? And have you, have you heard anything? He have didn't they- go in. I thought he did go in. He claims he didn't go in, and I don't believe there's footage of him going in. I thought he went in. I know he went right up to it. There, I saw that. Clip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check that out, because I don't think he went in. But, but he says the 2020 election was stolen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still says that. Exactly, exactly. At least I January 6th. Um, I, I think more people are paying attention to the January 6th hearings, too. And maybe they'll some of the reasonable people will start to think, oh, wait, maybe the election wasn't stolen. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it was there wasn't any fraud. And it was just in my gut. I felt it was stolen doesn't work <laughs> or whatever. Giuliani. It's oh, in theory. In theory, the election had fraud. What? No, we don't have evidence. But in theory, the election had had fraud or something. I mean, seriously? Oh, God. No wonder our Supreme Court is so out of control. It's blatant. It's so blatant. Why isn't everyone up in arms? Every single American should be pissed off right now if they just turned on the news and watched it for a minute. Just turn it on. Listen to the hearings. Just listen for 10 minutes. It, it's right there. You, you, just, be, 
it could be more in your face than than it is. I have to say, I still have to have big respect for Liz Cheney. She Me was too. running the committee like a rock star. I mean, I still disagree with all her politics, and I heard she came out crowing in favor of the Supreme Court ruling on Roe. She did. But- I heard that I didn't see the quote, but I saw a headline that said she had she had applauded the decision. Oh my gosh! I know, but guess she's running the committee like a rock star. Yeah, a big crush on Benny. Well, Thompson what about Benny? Benny's doing a good job. Benny, yeah, he rocks. He totally rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Between the yeah. two of them, you know, it's so annoying to see all these Republicans up there um, mm-hmm. do, doing what they're supposed to be doing. But I understand the I understand the rationale. And I think from the Democrats perspective, it's let's show that it, this is not a partisan hearing. Right. The, the Democrats mm-hmm. are standing up there bashing everybody. But I think also mm-hmm. from Liz Cheney's percep- perception, it's see, there are some Republicans that are patriotic that want the peaceful transfer of power. You know, from her point of view, I think that's where she's going. I mean, that's where I would be if I were her, which I would never be her because she, <laughs> she we kind of veered off. I, I just want to say I was reading about some Republicans like um, Kevin McCarthy, and I have to use my favorite, one of my favorite words is a German word, schadenfreude, which means oh, yeah. enjoying the suffering, enjoying the suffering of others and watching them squirm. And all of a sudden they're all butthurt that they don't have their, their typical screaming buttheads on these committees because they couldn't get Jim Jordan up there. So there's no grandstanding, no preening, no, like, you know, unfavorable questions coming to these. So now they're mad they're not there. Right. So exactly. I'm enjoying the crap. I'm enjoying that immensely. And Trump, <laughs> Trump is so mad that there's, oh, yeah. there's nobody on there backing him up. And I love the fact that they're not giving them, Benny says at the end of, of each thing that allow the committee people to, um, they have 10 days to write their questions and please answer them. I bet nobody writes any questions. I bet they never, they don't, because it, you know, it's, it's all orchestrated. It's perfect. And, and Trump not tweeting because he can't tweet, but doing on his social, the truth, whatever the thing is, uh, social media all, all three people who subscribe right, right there. <laughs> but during the hearings i love that he's he's writing and look at her handwriting it, <laughs> that's what, that was his complaint look at her she's a wacko she has terrible handwriting not, that's all he had <laughs> that's basically what he said not i didn't want to overturn the election right he did say after a while after Mm -hmm. the hearing so after a while he did say he didn't throw his his french fries and spaghetti or whatever (laughs) on the wall um when Barr had the ap interview where he said he didn't find any fraud that would overturn the election he says he didn't throw his plate at the wall but other people say that's not the only time that, that White House China was broken. <laughs> he totally did that. He said he totally. didn't. And he also said he didn't. And the Secret Service, of course, says they are. They're also lying. And they say he didn't uh, grab, try to grab the steering wheel to go to the Capitol to commit mm-hmm. uh, an administrative coup. <laughs> God, he didn't go. But his main complaint was. She's a wacko. Look at that hand writing because they put up a note <laughs> that she had written. You know, <laughs> she can't even she can't even print. Look at that handwriting. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. I hope he doesn't run again. Oh, oh he can't possibly. 
He'll be in jail. He has to be in jail. I've been hoping. I've been hoping. I have a funny thing to add to this. It's, it's a kind of a personal note. You know, my sweetie and I, we met online through a dating site. And what his um, profile said, he was looking forward to an orange man in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> so it's, it's, that's kind of like our little romantic mantra. Orange man, orange jumpsuit, orange man, orange jumpsuit. So you, were, you were drawn to that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So maybe in our... In our long-term relationship, we both finally get to see one of our dating profile, you know, <laughs> moments come to come to fruition. <laughs> Don't count on it. Don't count. I just want to see. I just want to see one white man go to jail. That's all I care about. <laughs> just one of them. <laughs> How about Flynn? I mean, you know. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. What a uh, another one. You think you try to explain yourself? It just played in the fifth, even though we have that right, it's a constitutional right. There are times where it's appropriate and not looked upon in such a horrible way. But this played in the fifth, they might as well just say, I'm a fucking asshole and, and <laughs> I did something wrong. Because that's what I'm I keep I'm a four star general, uh, retired four star general from the United States, I don't know what service, army or whatever. And I was pardoned for my lies for meeting with the Russians beforehand or whatever. Um, and I took an oath to my country. Do you believe General Flynn in, in the peaceful transfer of power in the United States? Um, I'm going to take the fifth on that. <laughs> I mean, seriously? Right. You live with yourself with that, dude? Now, maybe there's something I don't know. If you answer one question, do you have to answer everything? Or, or can you take the fifth on? Because why would you take the fifth on? Do you believe in the peaceful transfer of power? Because he knows he probably has said something otherwise. And he doesn't want to conflict with that. And he knew he'd be lying because he'd be. Right. And he knows if he says anything, he's screwed if he says anything, whether he lies or tells the truth, because he's going to be perjured because so. there's proof somewhere that he doesn't believe that Good he, there's no way out he has dug himself a hole that's mm-hmm. that's what i see mm-hmm. and it's you know yeah, yeah. but i'll tell you what i needed these laughs thank you guys thank yeah. you um and I'm, thank thinking, you I'm thinking we should do um shorter ones as the time I, I rolls things roll in and and you know we need to keep the pressure on everybody to get all their friends and family and get out there and go to your neighbors tell them to vote as long as you know how they're going to vote. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. If they have a giant queue outside their, their yard, don't tell them to vote. <laughs> if they still, as my, na- as my neighbor still has his Trump signs, yard signs up. Yep. Six years later, yeah. he has his Trump Oh, no. Yep. I guess he only has them from 2020. Yeah, because when Trump was president, he didn't have them up, I don't think. I think they're from 2020. So two years on, mm-hmm. he's got his Trump sign, yard signs up. It's so annoying to drive by those every day. Luckily, I can't drive now, so I don't, you know, go. <laughs> hey, they took down that giant Trump sign by uh, on 706. Oh, yeah. Very good. Good. Yeah. Not very to cool. say it was because of the committee, but. It was during that time and it's gone. It's been there forever. Thanks for joining us. And hopefully we'll, we'll be back again to talk more about the demise of the United States of America. <laughs> um, if we weren't laughing, we would be crying. You've got to find right. humor in tragedy. If too, I didn't you know. live in, in a paradise here, I would yeah. uh, go to Portugal with my sister. <laughs> <laughs>
let's hope things improve. Next time we talk, maybe there'll be some positive vibes going around. Although I don't know. We, 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 we want all our listeners to stay angry, stay focused, and get your friends who think like you to vote. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice seeing you. Thank you guys. See, I'll see you guys Over soon. Now. Okay. Um, Cut. Ha, ha, ha.